Hi guys, you're welcome to WTS, WGS, what they say versus what God says. I am yours, Mafeng Kim. Today we'll be talking about the biggest scam in the book. So there's a figurative book in existence, a book of culture, of society, and the doctrine of men. And boy, is it full of lies. So among those lies is the one that says, I can do anything I want to do. Nobody can tell me what to do. Nobody can hold me down or stop me. Now, as much as we love the novelty of being unstoppable, invincible, and all-powerful, that is the greatest danger. You see, there's a version of you that has no limits to right or wrong. No limits to conscience or reason. No limits to God or man. That version of you is the one that can do anything. Nothing is too high and nothing is too low. Just name it. And I am down for it. That is the attitude. Now, that version of you is the most vulnerable version of you. Proverbs is a book of the Bible that is chocked full of warning against letting yourself become that person. Proverbs 2.11 says, Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. So do you want to last? You need discretion. Proverbs 16.32 says, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. So yes, this verse talks about anger, but the second part talks about the ability to rule one's spirit, not letting any circumstance or emotion get the best of you. Being able to say, yes, I can do this, but I simply won't do it because it doesn't represent who I am and what I stand for. You see, the greatest version of you is not the I can do anything version of you. The greatest version of you is the disciplined version of you. The version that has parameters, limits, and boundaries. You may wonder, what type of boundaries? I'll tell you. The kind that says, I don't want to do this. I don't do this. I don't drink that. I don't go there with these people. No, I am focused. I have a price that's in front of me. And there's a price that I have to pay. I'll stay here and pay it. I'll fulfill it. You can't. The biggest scam in that playbook is, I can do anything. I am master to all and servant to none. But guess what? No parameters means that you're a slave. A slave to your whims, a slave to your desires, and whatever else the devil is able to influence your mind with. The Bible calls him the God of this world. Now, let's say he has you Monday to Saturday. He's in your space. He's in your phone. He's in your music. He's in your movies. So don't even imagine that that one distracted hour that you spend in church, texting and sharing the latest gist and gossiping is enough nourishment for you. He has you. You feel like you're the king, but beloved, that gilded, flashy cage is still a cage. 
You say things like, oh, more than if you tell me nothing for that church. You're not helping yourself at all. Now, I am not judging, okay? But you might be listening to this podcast as a child of God. One who has received the Lordship of Jesus into his life or as a person who isn't saved. I'm stating the difference because it kind of gives this a whole other approach. As a child of God, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. It's not automatic, yes, but you yield to it as the Spirit nudges you and then you build it. You respond to it. That's why the Bible said, let the love of Christ constrain you. Allow it to dwell in you richly till it begins to overflow out of you. There is a beauty that restraint brings out of your life. Don't be in a hurry to prove anyone wrong by making decisions that will affect your future. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is something that a lot of people use as an excuse to misbehave and do crazy stuff. Well, that's not what Paul meant because Paul didn't do crazy stuff. If I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, it follows that since all that I achieve is sponsored by the ability that I have in Christ, then Christ should be my border. He should be the restraint of my life. All things done through Christ and all things done in Christ. That should be the banner. So, I want to ask, why do you think people try to prove that they cannot be stopped or that they cannot be reined in? I'll give you a couple of reasons. Number one, ignorance of their actions. They don't know. Now, as genuine and as harmless as that sounds, it doesn't mean you're excused. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Life punishes ignorance and naivety. It's like fire that will burn regardless of whose arm goes into it. Whether it's a child or an adult, whether the person knew or not, it will burn. Number two, pride. Hmm. Between pride and ignorance, I don't even know which is the most difficult to deal with because pride is subtle. It is so subtle. It seeps in ever so gently that you don't notice it till it's about to drown you. Notice I said subtle, not invisible, so it can be detected. But a proud person hardly ever admits that he is proud. He's drunk with it. And he either doesn't know it or doesn't care that he is proud or doesn't care the price that that pride will cost him. King Saul had become such a beast that he killed indiscriminately. Priest, prophet, anybody, if you mess up, he kills you. That's pride. In 2 Chronicles 26, 18, King Uzziah, who got so great and successful, his story saddened me. This guy got so successful that he felt he could assign himself priestly duties. He went to offer incense before God in the temple feeling no one could stop him well god did guys he died leprous the third thing is fear fear is closely related to pride even though the connection is not usually noticeable since you know pride is subtle and all but 
it reflects in the fear of men and in the fear of the opinion of you. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 10 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Their opinions of you and even their actions against you end here on earth. So why should you let it affect your eternity? If there's one phrase that occurs severally in scripture, it is fear not. Take that phrase personally, for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The fourth is the lack of conviction. This is a very vital reason. Now, I'm not referring to radical emotional outbursts. I mean, deep-seated convictions that are a reflection of the things that you believe. Someone said, one thing that is worse than an outright lie is conviction. You cannot stop a man that is walking in conviction. So those convictions will keep you because if you don't stand for something, you will eventually fall for anything. So check out the word of God and by it, build convictions that will keep you in check. Another reason why people try to show that you know, they can do anything. It's because they live for the applause and they see no motivation to continue without it. Stop trying to please others or to prove them wrong to the detriment of God's purpose for your life. Either someone you hold there or someone you hold in high esteem. Our highest esteem should be reserved for God alone. Simply stay where God put you, knowing that we play for an audience of one and that any other spectator is circumstantial. Paul said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, that is our sole focus. Not let me show them or they will see or they will regret. Uh-uh. Yes, it's true that if you do what you ought to do, God will make a wonder out of your life. But don't let your focus move from pleasing God and doing his will for your life to teaching men lessons or proving them wrong or dealing with them. Let his will for your life limit the scope of your so-called ability. Because your focus will shift from what can I do to what will you have me do, Lord? What do you want to do through me? It's the utmost surrender. The thing is, a lot of people think that the drive to be unruly and be without boundaries is self-generated. That is their original idea. Um, no. Every human being is controlled by either of two forces, God or the devil. So it's either those unruly desires are from God, of which we both know they're not, or they're from the devil. The devil tries to convince you that he's not there, that it's all good. And that's one of his greatest deception towards mankind. He wants you to either believe that he doesn't exist or in the alternative, that he has no influence over your actions and desires or decisions. It's a lie. Proverbs 25, 28 seals it all up for us. It says, he that had no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. 
So you see that if you're to remain preserved in God's purpose for your life, self-control is non-negotiable. Humility is still a requirement for maturity. Restraint isn't out of date. And that self-control, guys, is much needed. It may sound a bit difficult, but guess what? The ability is not of you, but of God. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will run and not fail. They will soar and not faint. It doesn't matter what you feel. Maybe you feel beat down. Maybe you feel weak. He will renew you. He will give you of his own strength, exchanging it. So just let him. And if you're listening to this and you cannot say for sure that you're saved, that you've surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus, and you want to do so right now, please go ahead and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus Christ, your Son. I believe he died and was raised again from the dead for me. I believe he is alive today. And I confess with my mouth that from today, Jesus is the Lord of my life. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am a child of God. I am born again. Glory to God. Congratulations, people. Welcome to the family. You are now a child of God. Please feel free to reach out to me in my email, which is in the description box, to get a copy of the Apocalypsis to help you build your faith. Reach out if it's for you or maybe you already have a copy, but it's for someone you know who needs one. We all need to grow. So I already have mine and you can get yours from me for free. Okay, so um, you can follow the previous episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the channel, like, like, like it and forward the link on all your social media handles. Share it to your family, your friends and your community. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.